comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! We have mileage to cover in the spirit. I feel like I'm being ferried. Thou art my God, Ellie will I see. 
My soul thirsted after thee, my flesh longed after thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. I is the spirit man. The soul and then the body. That means for you to pursue God well, the three dimensions of you must be in alignment in that pursuit. You can't say you are pursuing God, your body is not with you. You are pursuing God, your body can't fast, he can't pray. You are joking. You don't know what you are saying. A disciple cannot be greater than his master. It's impossible. I can show you countless places in the scripture where the Bible says that a disciple can never be greater than the master. Who is your Lord? Your Lord Jesus. He fasted and he prayed. And his type of prayer is that he will finish crusade where miracles happen, countless things. Around 9-10 in the night, he knew that if he goes to sleep, he will wake up by 4 a.m. Meanwhile, his own ministry starts by 5 a.m., 6 a.m. So when he's through with that mighty crusade that he said, Kai, power moved, Jesus will step out from there and go into prayer. The scripture testified that many days, in fact, a certain time he came to place, then as his custom was, Say custom. What is your custom? The reason why we made it 24 hours is that by the time you leave, if you want to stop, you cannot. I finished the last meeting. We didn't even pray much. At Enugu, somebody chatted me and said he can't stop praying. I said, I don't understand. I just said, well done, no. Because me, I don't understand that one as prayer. You pray until the chambers of your soul is enlarged. A man will look small before you, but is a large man in the spirit. That is how you can accommodate things. See what has been released to our generation. If I touch an average person here, you have listened to all the great men of God in our generation. Look at how you are now. That is a proof the knowledge that is not incubated is not profitable to you. It is better you know little and incubate it till you are looking at the Bible say, Whosoever the Son of Man have set free is free indeed. Whosoever the Son of Man have set free is free indeed. You stay there. One hour will pass, two will pass, three, four. Because are you living there? What was your next plan? Touch your neighbor. Say, tell your neighbor, what's your next plan? Do you know why the guy is behaving like this? He has many plans. So it's possible the person, his father is a billionaire. My father is not. You cannot be doing that when your father and your grandfather they have shrine in your family house. You're, you are praying like this. You are praying like this. Sorry for you. Remove your shoe. If your shoe is all sprouting, if Nobody have noticed this your shoe. I have suit. I can't wear suit to this meeting. You want to kill yourself? I see the way you are still folding your hands. Showing me you are doing fine boy. May the Lord help you today in the name of Jesus. Come to the front. Stop saying at the back. If I'm talking, be looking at my eyes. There is impartation. 
Can somebody be? Why are you at the back? What are you benefiting at the back? There is what we call. <laughs> Have you not noticed that people like Benihin, Pastor Chris, if they are ministry, why is it that it's always people in the front? Have you asked that question before? It's only people in the front. Why is it that people at the back know they receive anything? Who kept you at the back? <laughs> Who kept you at the back? Benny Hinn said that the way he received his own, him and Jim Pointer, they left by 4 a.m. and they were at the door like this. As soon as they opened the door, Jim told him, when they open the door, run, don't look back. My brother, they are, they are not running to heaven, they are running for a meeting. No wonder he collected something. You, you are casual, you want to collect what? When they finish, you are on Facebook after one hour. One hour prayer, you are on Facebook. You know, part of the reason why you are here is so that you become humble. Because if you never came to meetings like this, you'll be boasting and thinking that without your small two hours prayer, that that's how revival is coming. That's how our generation is thinking something is about to happen. Nothing is happening. Because the men that should do something, they are boasting with nothing, with rubbish. Look at you now, lightweight. You need to grow until you are large. Some of you have not begun to understand it. Even the structure of your spiritual structure of your family. The reason is because they have not considered you a man of a man of stature sufficient to become somebody they can contend with. Principalities in your family still see you as a small boy. Not men like us. When we thunder, territories begin to respond. We did business with God. And when we found out the thing is working, we say we died there. We died there. Touch your neighbor, say we die. You see, I feel the presence of angels around. Let me tell you. There is what we call prayer angels. So. I don't have time. If you have listened to my messages, you will see the, the doctrine of prayer. One of the things you will realize is that prayer doesn't originate from man. Prayer is a product of the fellowship that took place in the Godhead. They extended that fellowship to man. That is the... That is the um, when the angels ask questions and say, what is man? That is what is man. A being that has capacity to have fellowship with the Godhead. There is no other being that has that capacity. It's only man. Are you with me? That is what John was paraphrasing in the book of 1 John. He said that which was from the beginning. That is the only thing that removing fellowship, there is nothing else that we have different from any other being. Angels don't fellowship with the Father. They don't understand that fellowship. You can only fellowship with somebody that you are his offspring. You, are, you have direct relationship with the person. That which was from the beginning. That's where prayer came from. So if we understand prayer like this, that prayer draws us back to the place of fellowship. That nothing can happen in the kingdom of God until we pray. That the kingdom runs on the currency of priesthood. 
How much any time a group of people begins to cry out to God and pray, you can't stop God from coming there. If you say, God, don't come. Mm -mm. He can't refuse. It's just like dropping bone and saying, dog, don't eat. He can't stop himself from reaching out to a man that is involved in priesthood. In fact, spirit cannot resist priesthood. Spirits are drawn to priesthood. When you pray, fire will fall. Until it will not just be that you are coming to tap fire, you will become a burning volcano. Said the Mekhet is angel spirit. And his ministers, what? The Bible said in the book of Revelation that there is an angel that came and received much incense. And he brought it. He is only bringing it. That much incense is given to men that is given to priesthood. So, a man that is not given to prayer will not receive more grace to pray. It is in prayer that we receive more grace to pray. Say after me. It is in prayer that you receive more grace to pray. So somebody asked me, how do I pray for Sister I, I'm struggling. I say he's in prayer. If you finish these 24 hours, you will now not, if go and try that your 15 minutes prayer. It will seem as if you are sinning. By the time you leave here, that your 30 minutes prayer will become anathema. Are you hearing what I'm saying? As long as you are here now, you are already implicated. If you say, I don't want to, it's a lie. Very soon, some of you that came, they came like this. You will be hijacked to a realm that you are not aware. No. This is not one of the things you say amen to. It is a reality we have seen and seen and seen and seen again. We have seen themselves that came and they were looking at, they were looking at their makeup. Say, I'm, I'm looking too good for this kind of prayers. <laughs> I'm looking too good. Unfortunately, Satan and demons and your generation, your destiny is not aware of how your face is looking. Men will receive the tarrying power. A favorite prayer life will be killed forever. You know what is a favorite? You think we just do woo and go. Some people think this thing we are doing is you that I'm helping. You know, it's not. It's not as if I want to stop. Oh, oh, oh you are not aware. I want to allow you to catch your breath. But men that have been here know that. Know that we are going somewhere. Yes. Yes. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. You cannot pray like this and not have your Bible. Open your Bible. You are looking too handsome. Is it because today is your birthday? You need to pray. Oh. <laughs> verse 1. 
the scriptures say, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. I have a question. I have a question that burns in my heart. Hmm? Are you a man? Come and bring Mike. So that his generation will hear. How do we know you are a man? Okay. Look, men looking at me, you see, I have beards and my stature. Wait, 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 wait. As you are laughing, are you a man? Eh? You, you don't know. <laughs> Where are the people laughing? Are you a man? Why are you laughing now? Don't laugh, you don't know. Are you a man? Give him mic. So why are you laughing? Are you a man? Anyway, we are not in a doctrinal session. But if you go to the scripture, your gender is not a proof that you are a man. Even from creation. Actually. That's why when we see some people that say they, don't, they are removing the feminist that is removing the word man. What do I know? When you say man in scriptural context, as far as God is concerned, the male and female is summed up in it. Meanwhile, where we read said that for men ought always to pray and not to faint. So how do we know men? You said it's by beer beer. Now lie, you lie. It's either we believe Jesus or we believe you. Where Jesus said that we know men in prayer. Remember that man, Jesus, he was even staying with his disciples. They didn't know that he was God in the flesh. Until he went up to that mountain to pray. And when he prayed, this, the scripture said that the fashion of his countenance was transfigured. Now, when they looked at him, they were shocked. Does it mean we have been eating with this man and we didn't know? That means your identity is hidden until you give yourself to prayer. That is when you will begin to realize the potentials and capacities that is... Men can look at you and say, you are not... Somebody can look at you and say, Harry, you are, you are macho. Don't believe that man. We have seen men that are bogus in the flesh, but in the spirit, they are, they are, they are babies. They are babies. We have seen damsels that are, they are, they are, they are, they are warriors. They are ladies, but they are warriors. Men like Deborah. When men, they are looking for men, they can't find them. Their husband will be saying, Honey, one wish, stab me in the back. Honey, pray for me, honey. The woman will stand at the gate. Not on my watch. In case you think this analogy is not true, when Jesus finished telling us how to identify a man, he now said, let me read it for you. He now said, a certain woman. In case you are thinking it's about gender, he finished speaking about men and said a certain woman. 
so that you understand fully that he's not talking about gender. How can Jesus be giving an analogy about how men ought to pray and he use the woman if he's talking about gender? Let the Deborahs arise. If Let me tell you, if you look at people, you have missed it. In fact, it's not everybody that looks like man of God that is man of God. Though. Like, look at Oko Delina. He's looking like man of God. <laughs> it's not by looking like man of God. It, have you seen a man that is going for farm work? You see, this my men. They have gone to battle with me a few times. So they know the dress code. They know the dress code for warfare. Let me find people that don't know the dress code. Like I've been, I've been, come, let's see your stash clothes. I'm not saying you are not a fine boy. The thing is that we are not aware of that thing here. You have to prove your manhood here. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now let me tell you. When you read this book of Luke chapter 18, you will see many layers of impossibility that faces a man. But for each layer of impossibility, if a man persists in prayer, he will conquer all of them. He said that there is a judge that doesn't believe in God. That is a layer of impossibility. He came back, he said he doesn't respect any man. That is another layer of impossibility. They began to count layers and layers of impossibility. I have seen men, if you see people, when people now realize we pray, if you see prayer requests, all kinds of things, every day they say, man of God, I'm suffering this, man of God, this one. Just pray one prayer for me so that I will forever be free. I will tell the person, come for 24 hours. He will disappear. Because what I've noticed is that an average man is very lazy. You don't know you are lazy. I'm telling you. Let's start praying now. It's laziness that makes people not pray, actually. And they are looking for who to pray for them. Do you know why false prophets strive? It's laziness. Because instead of you to pray, you prefer to pay 100,000 and they break coconut on your head. The problem with that is not just about you. Your family line is now enslaved by the covenant that you have caught with Satan. Your children will wake up. They don't know what is happening to them. Meanwhile, it's their parents that cut that covenant. When they are lazy, they can't see God. They can't see God. Then they can't be free. Don't worry, we'll give you my... We'll know you. <laughs> my God. So, we are going to pray. Now, it's opening prayer we did. Huh? I'm watching you. You are in trouble. You don't know how much trouble you are in. Are you not the one that made the request? This is where I do my own. I caught a Mahabanahat, a Gobrata Katal, Betende Kata, Ambre Dokosa Kabarata. Sometimes when I pray like this, 
let me tell you what happens to me. It will seem as if my being, my physical being, is hijacked. Literally. Many things will be happening. At that ambience, certain angels, their ministry will be trapped. What people don't know is that what, when people pray for deliverance, deliverance happens naturally when you trap some ambience in the spirit. There are angels and beings and realms and energy level you will encounter in the spirit. Certain things cannot stay in your life at that energy level. They will naturally leave. You don't need to say, I bind, I bind. No, no, that is a waste of time. The angel made Peter. You know the angel that made Peter? When he was in the prison. When he tapped him, every single yoke. Are you with me? Yes, Some angels tap you, all the yoke that is on you will drop. Say you are suffering masturbation, addiction. And all. <laughs> just, just press him to an energy level. Some angels will, will tap you, something will dry. It was seraphs that took coals of fire. And met Isaiah. They touched him and said, We have touched you with this cause. You are pinched. One man will come and be sleeping with you in the dream. One woman will come and be sleeping with you in the dream. People don't know now. You still come and dress well, but you know that things are wrong. And you don't want to pray. See, when I say this thing, don't be looking at anybody. <laughs> I've been on the field for long and I've found out that half of the people that appear in church they are suffering it. Do you know what I found out? When they say pray, I will begin to labor for my life. If you look at somebody, the person can be can decide to be bound. If you decide to be free, when you have received your freedom, what is ministry? is that you begin to teach people how to receive the same freedom that you received. That is ministry. Don't worry, I won't fall. Imagine, even if I fall out, that's the advantage of being a young man. I can't do this forever. Are you with me? Are you with me? We can't do this forever. Let's do it when we can. Are you ready to pray now? Are you ready to pray? Let's do it too, too. Let's do it. Don't go far. Come close. Come close first. When we choose partner, then you go. You see, this is the advantage face to face. This is the advantage of watching in prayer. Because if you have been watching, one of the things you would have is that you would have noticed the people that are serious with prayer. Don't go and tie your destiny down with somebody that doesn't want to pray. Unless you trust yourself that you can still make it. I know you can always make it. Find a neighbor, Tutu. Where did you appear from? We are searching for you in the spirit. We need to find you in the next one hour. You know you can be present here physically, but you are not you are not here in the spirit. We need, where did you appear from? 
we need to find many people in the spirit. What we need here is magnitude 10.4 earthquake. The one that will be hitting and every single thing about your life will be feeling the impact. Let me tell you the reason why we pray like this. We don't have time for prayer points. Somebody said we are not listing prayer points. I said, if we continue listing prayer points on top of your head only, just you, do you know how many people are here? If we continue praying your own prayer point, we are praying it, we won't finish your prayer point. So what we do is that we move in tongues and trust the Holy. That's why you can't pray in the flesh. You cannot afford to pray in the flesh. You can't. You can't afford. Where is your where is your partner? Theophilus, hi boy. Come come here. Come, come, come. Let me give you a partner. Come. Come, come. Where is your partner? Drop this thing and pray first. You don't have partner. Raise your hand. I already feel some angels moving. The only thing you need to do, let me tell you how it works. You have not prayed for 30 minutes. No problem. You are struggling. No problem. The only thing you need to do is to just yield. This thing works like a generator. Hmm? Is a generator. You know, have you tried to own a gem before? I know you people have tried. But what I'm seeing, you know, a lot. If you own the gem like this, you just leave it. What you'll be hearing is. If you increase the choke, the thing will. All you need, just allow the gem to run. You will now see the spirit take over. We are going to pray today. Determine in your heart. And when you start praying this type of prayer, when you wake up, it will be two hours or three. But when you are still conscious of the environment, you will be conscious of time. Hi boy, I thought I saw him here. <laughs> Go and pray with Pastor. It was the scripture that said, Are you holding hands? Because when I start speaking now, the something will drop. Give me a little volume. You are going to pray face to face, face to face. Hold your hands together. It was the scripture said. He said, I ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come on you. That word receive there means lambano. It there is no passivity in it. What lambano means is to lay hold on to a manifestation. Like 
you hold it like this. The thing refuses to manifest. You are dragging it, dragging it, dragging it until it manifests. The thing refuses to manifest. The only time you stop is when there is a manifestation. The only time you take a break is when there is manifestation. I came a weak man. I live a man of strength. Somebody
in Jesus' name. Why are you looking away? It's because of people like you that I'm here. Have you not noticed if we live only you? Have you not tried? What are you able to achieve? That's why we are here. So that we help we'll push you over. If we allow you, you can do this thing for the next 10 years. You have not been able to enter the manifestation of your destiny. You'll be looking at where you are supposed to be. You will not be there. How many of you, you have heard? Somebody have told you, you have a call of God on your life. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand now. You, it's not today they started telling you, you went to pursue me and somebody caught you by the side and started telling you. What have you done since then? That's the question. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Even you. And you are praying like this. You are in trouble. You, you, you will die. Today, the one that came will die. Another one will go. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I know you. See, let me tell you. Some people say they don't like the way I talk, the way I push people. The reason why God brought you here is He knew that if he allowed you under any other person, you just be doing one kind thing like this, one kind thing like this. And your destiny will pass. I hope you know that there are appointed seasons and times that God has given to man. Beyond your own time and season, there is a time and season for a generation. And if God ordained that as a minister, that you will be a voice in your generation, if you miss the time the appointed time of your manifestation. What will happen is that you will, when you emerge, you will be a voice to a generation that is not your own. And the worst thing that can happen to a minister is to speak to a generation that is not his own. They will hear, but they will not hearken. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. The message the man is carrying is a message he should have preached 10 years ago. And then a generation will follow him. He's preaching it now. His call is authentic. But his manifestation was out of time. You are not, my point is, you can, you can choose next 40 years to do something about your destiny. Meanwhile, before then, men that God have sent you to deliver, many of them would have died. Because what it takes to deliver them is in your hands. That's why we must lay hold. Some of you, God ordained that you will be a mighty intercessor. Intercession is a spirit. It's an office that a man sits upon. When you sit upon that office with attendant graces, when you sit long in the intercessory office, you will become a church. You will become a water in the spirit. Daniel said, 
I beheld in the spirit and I see the water and the Holy One and they are coming down from the heavenly places and when they met Nebuchadnezzar they said Nebuchadnezzar this world is coming from the waters and the Holy Ones these are men that have done business in the realm of the spirit long enough that they understand the justice system of heaven and they have the power to enforce it no 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 my day will appear in the day that my generation calls for my manifestation I will be ready I will be ready I will lay hold on everything that it takes I will lay hold on the wisdom I will lay hold on the power the graces the equipment the enablement oh my god somebody cry for five minutes tell god i will not be born out of due time i will manifest in my season i lay hold of what it takes
Sometimes you have seen yourself in your old primary school, secondary school. Raise your hand. You need to do it. Oh, majority of you. And you are praying like this. You know what it means. It means that you will be late in life, surely, if you don't do anything about it. You will be late in life. Some of you are late already. You know now. You know where you are supposed to be. You are late. It's delay, stagnation and retrogression. You see yourself, some of you primary school, some of you secondary school. You still see yourself in the class and you are doing, you are doing swell and koso. Hey! You are late in destiny. You are late. You need to lay hold on destiny. How can we be talking about today? You, that thing you are seeing is a representation of your exact position in the spirit. As far as the fulfillment of your destiny is concerned, you are still behind. You see yourself, right? You are behind. It doesn't matter if you finish university, you are behind. You are not with me. If you like marry, you are behind. Even if they give you 10 million naira, you are behind. If you like be pastor, you are behind. You are behind because the, you will look at yourself and know that this is not the God of ten place. I want 50 radical men. 50 radical men. <laughs> that we fight brutally. And no hold. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? At the count of three. Begin to pray. One. Two. Three. Oh yeah. Start.
If you can find a seat, sit down. Justice, go and bring five bags of water. of you, are you all of you, is, are you in the media? I need to be seeing your face. I need to be, I, I need, why are you hiding behind the speaker? Come, we have seen you. I thought you arranged it like this. If the seat is not enough, let the workers sit on the floor. Give, give a seat. Pastor, come and sit down now. I like the way you are praying. Hi. There is no good place they sell ice cream in this town I would have bought for you. But the problem with people like us buying you ice cream is that you have to pay. You will pay for the ice cream as you are taking the ice cream. Is a down payment for for long hours of being chained to the cross. I told you your jacket is not useful. You refused. What is the need of this jacket now? Oh God, you came for war. Stop looking away. There is, there is no benefit in your looking away. Yes. What's happening? Come, let me hear what you're saying. Actually, this place is more comfortable. Have you given the people that need, if you need water, raise your hand, they will give you water. Please, somebody, two, three people volunteer and give everybody water. If you are a worker and you are raising hand to be given water, I begin to wonder. 
There is see see though there is no need water will reach you we we are ready for you. In fact, food is on the way. Jollof rice. You are not with me. You are not, we are ready so that every man will not have an excuse not to pray today. When you appear before God in heaven and you say, I didn't see food, they, they will say, Come here, let's slap the back of your ear. Say it's water. They said, we, where, where, You went for prayer meeting, they gave you food, gave you water. Even you, you can't pray. They now gave you spirits to pray. My brother, excuse, don't go. Okay, you never get anything off. Your tank is very small. Don't be deceived by this you are doing. I'm, I'm just believing that your capacity will be increased. No, I'm not. There is no need to answer me. It's something I should tell you. You'll be crying. It's not. And it's possible you are best, the best among your friends. That is to show you how bad things are in that your campus. I'm saying every single person I met in your campus, every young man in foot of use is a man of God. They don't have anything. I show them ten things that is wrong with their camp. Um, they are trying, you know, they are trying, but I mean, do you even want something to shift? You have to dish your pasca and go for a bulldozer. Huh? When you want to shift the ground, you want to do earth moving work. Do you use fast car? Is it not to look for caterpillar? Bulldozer. If you fall on a bulldozer, it will destroy you. If it comes on you, it crushes you. If there is no way, it makes a way for itself. Or you carry your fast and enter the bush. You are not the only one. No? Don't worry, I'm still waiting for you. I will call you by 12 in the night. I will call you. I will see the way you are looking. Mm. It's 12 in the night. We will now know. Are you with me? You are not with me. It's 12 in the night. We will now know men. Okay, you are just wearing trousers. You are not a man. Wearing trousers. Yes. Yes. A man of God. Yes. You need water. Raise your hand. They should give you. Uh -huh. This is for you to catch your breath so that I can see my friends who are worried. Is it me or you and your sister? Where is she? People came from far and near. You are from PH. Raise your hand. Okay, you are not from PH. You are from here. You ran away. Nobody released you. You are a resident of Sabo. I have not released you. You are from Abia State. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Very good. You are from Enugu, raise your hand. 
is there any other state except this Anambra state that I did not mention? Huh? Bayesa. Is Bayesa here? You are from Bayesa. Raise your hand. Where? Wow. Okay. Huh? Imo state. Lagos. Wow. Where? Ilori, Kwara State. Wow. If you are from Orif, they raise your hand. Kai. There are two places, if your priesthood is not strong enough, they will swallow you. That I know of in this, our locality. If we are from Ogidi or from Orifte, your priesthood need to be very strong. Are you, if you are from Ogidi, raise your hand. On a many now. That's why you people are praying the way you are praying. Have you seen anybody from Ogidi that can't pray? That person is wasting time. For you to be recognized at all, you have to pray for long. If you like, don't pray now. I'm, I just started feeling my my wings. My I just started feeling myself. Huh? Do you know where we fly? Do you know my altitude level in the spirit? My altitude level is, is very high. In that place, if you are not skilled, you won't even know how to get fresh air. It is men that are very, very strong that flies there. Where do you come from? Huh? Njou. In this Anambra state. Around Oko. Ah. You came with who? Ah. Teophilos High Boy. Where are you? Come and sit in front. This is another Sabo student. Come close. Another Sabo student that graduated himself. Who graduated you now? Who, who sent you away? So are you the one that brought yourself? Why did you take yourself away? See the way your heart is sweeting you. It's because you love Jesus. So. There is a way you love Jesus like this. Your heart will be sweet. I, there is no reason why. Do you have one million in your account? Me, I know you don't have. <laughs> no, we are that close. So I know he doesn't have. He will still have billions. But for now, he doesn't have. Harry. You have seen the journey is not easy. It's not by Facebook post. The one you and David Abba used to post. Is not by that Facebook post. Men rank in the spirit. That's why when you people shout small, demons will come and slap you. And your altar will start shaking. Start shaking. Where is Abai? Come to the front.
Come and sit somewhere here. Where is Elijah? <laughs> Elijah and my man. If you fight him, I will, I will fight him. Hmm? This is just greeting. You might think I'm, I'm just allowing you to catch before we now. You have, some of you have now suddenly found out what you are in for. You are not even aware. You just saw 24 hours. And then you started coming. We are not going to reduce this temple. Hey. What you will notice is that we, ha- we are about to enter gear 2. And then we enter 3. And then when we enter 3, which is the zenith of what we have experienced before, we now trust the Holy Ghost to take us further than we have ever experienced. Carry me, Lord. Carry me. Carry me. Carry me. Ferry me. To the place yonder. My target is anytime I appear in Zion, I mount up a new level of strength. The scripture said that every one of them in Zion appeared. They move from strength to strength. That is the testimony of men that actually touched places in Zion. Because to touch Zion is to be elevated in your plane of oppression in the spirit. When you remain the same day after day, week after week, as you go to your church, it's a proof that Zion is not in your church. That your church lacks the capacity to ferry men to the shores of Zion. Because if it is true that men touch Zion, they will move from strength to strength. You will see somebody that is weak, suddenly after one week, two weeks, three months, how long have you stayed with me now? Is it up to one year? Every single person that came here, they came, some of them came weak, battered, oppressed, demonized, all kinds of sick. Where is the bulldozer? When he came, he came with neck braces. Somebody was leading him. He was walking the step like this. As soon as we saw him, we collected the neck braces in the name of Jesus. Because healing is the easiest. I know some people say they want healing. That's the easiest thing to do. A day we come, you will even be surprised why you are laboring to walk in healing. I'm telling you. After many years, it was Benihin that said that prayer is superior to anointing. If Benihin said it, believe it. Because it's the system. As far as that reality is concerned in the kingdom, he said prayer is superior to anointing. When he finished ministration and power and anointing filled everywhere, he said touch. And the whole crowd went down. As he was leaving, his plane almost crashed. When you see a very anointed man that ministers and things happen like this and he wants to have accident after that meeting, it's a proof he doesn't have a strong prayer altar. You have heard my story now. That time we came to Nekede, there was a spirit of death not that was... It was just a few meters behind us. 
is just the shield of light and protection that was around us that prevented the spirit from striking. See the way you are looking at me? These things are real. And some people will come and say, Sir, I want, I want to be like you. I want to me. I don't want to be like me. That is the truth. If you know the level we are inside, you, you have seen a little. We don't rest. We, we barely sleep. We barely eat. You'll be looking at food like this. You can't eat. Eat now. I'm leaving you with a burden because burden is the number one currency when you want to transact in prayer. The reason why we pray the way we pray is because the burden on us is too strong. Sometimes my, my body will be breaking into two. It will seem as if I cannot contain the weight of the burden. Is that strong? Is that strong? Pray in the spirit. Because very soon we will fly and then we enter another realm. When we enter this realm now, people will begin to see angels. Encounters will break out. That's what will happen. The prophetic will break out in this new realm. How I wish you are the one that open your eyes. Don't see yet. I know you are seeing, but how I wish you are the one that led this thing. But there is a crown that is on my head now. So I need, I need to continue. Are you with me? We still have time. You are not aware that we are not casual. All this thing I'm doing is to remain as normal as possible. Because if I don't do it the way I'm doing it, you won't believe I'm a human being. That's why we tr Jesus tried by all means to eat with them, sleep with them, so that they will believe he's normal and believe they can do what he's doing. We left naked. That's when the spirit came. We came back, went to Enugu, finished at Enugu. The spirit was still hanging. When we finished revival hall of Enugu, we wanted to sleep in our hotel. Where is Ugochku now? Ask him. We now saw ourselves, we were taken to another new realm of warfare. The spirits we were fighting before we are not the ones we know. Because the ones we are fighting before, we have become very strong for them. We just point at them like this fire will burn them. We came, we pointed, they pointed. We released fire, they were releasing their own weapon. So when I teach you spiritual warfare sometimes, it's not just what is in the Bible, it's also what we... There are spirits you wrestle with and there are spirits you cast out. It's not every spirit, I bind you, I bind you in the name of Jesus, I bind you, I bind you, I bind you. Some of them you have to stay in tongues because you don't even, under, you don't even know the particular skill and weapon that you need to conquer. But the scripture said that he that prayeth in tongues, his understanding is what? Unfruitful. How be it in the spirit? What happens? Communicates mysteries. So when you begin to pray in the spirit, certain dimensions of warfare capacity is activated. Certain angelic Oppressions are activated. You see, it was when Daniel continued that the ministry of that that prince of warfare, Michael, was released from heaven and he came. We left Enugu, went to 
by Elsa. The same thing. When we arrived there, you have heard the story. As I shouted, Fire! They began to manifest. One of the ladies said, We know you. And we are waiting for you. My brother, between me and you, I have not been to Bayelsa in my life. The question, Kosi, is how did they know me? Huh? You must know. We left Bayelsa, we then came to Futo. We finished from Futo. And Satan wanted to kill but God prevented him. Meanwhile, I arrived safely, JJ, to my house like this. I was even sleeping. Meanwhile, on the second day of our ministration, I said, I wanted to eat. I felt a check. I said, okay, no food. I said, let me take fruits. I wanted to touch it. Do your hand like this. I, I was held back. Ask him now. We left. We continue praying from that morning till evening. It was when we are we are about to go that we understood why God insisted we do that. When I stood on the platform, what we saw was that fire rounded the whole campus. Territorial ministry is not mount. You are talking, talking. No, no, it's not mount. It's a reality you can bring to a territory. When I started ministry. I started because when you become an intercessor for some time, God will begin to teach you practically. You won't even know that you have started doing territorial ministry until you start noticing the kind of things that face you. Who am I helping? Huh? When you say, God, give me my family or I die, that's when you will realize. That there are princes that have been owning the lives of people in your family. Yes, now. I was watching one ministration by my father in the Lord. As he was speaking like this, speaking like this, one lady began to manifest. The demon inside said, I will leave her, she's my own. The demon is saying he's the owner of a human being. Did Satan create anybody? How is Satan saying he owns a person? You don't know the transaction that has gone on in your family for years. You just come and say, you just, you just did one, just because somebody gingered you and you did one three days fasting. Is it not what you did? Did one three days fasting and made some declaration. They almost killed you now. You have learned your lesson since that time. Don't go and grow capacity. See the small prayer we pray, and some of you are doing like you. <laughs> and you want to contend with Satan. <laughs> the truth is that Satan knows your breaking point. He, he, how many of you knows know what it means that this is your the limit elasticity. 
Once you pass this point, you break. And the demons have been studying you. You are praying, you know. How many of you, you are praying? Raise your hand, you are praying. They don't want to raise their hand. Raise your hand, you are praying. Okay, raise your hand, you are praying now. Huh? You are praying. <laughs> raise your hand, you are praying. Okay, you are praying. That's your two, three hours. So the demons have done a background study. And they know that it's three hours. So they fortify themselves to lose many things. They will lose all. But they know that at the end of three hours, they might not have lost everything. The remaining one, they will hit you very hard. They know that the threshold of your prayer is three hours, that it can't break lost. You are not with me. It can't break lost. The demon of succubus and incubus knows your, he knows your limits. He knows you can't go beyond three hours. So he's waiting for you. As you are doing it, the thing will hide and be saying, Hey, fire, oko, oko. And the thing will hide like this. And be taking the fire, taking the fire, taking the fire. He knows that. Say with me, let's endure. Till three hours. He knows that after three hours, we stop. That's why we brought you to 24 hours. The demons in your family, the weaknesses in your body, your soul, your mind have not, some of you, your mind have not grasped the possibility of a man going for 24 hours. After this meeting, your spirit and mind will be educated. The education of the spirit is not cognitive per se. Are you with me? It is through dealings and revelation, light happens to your spirit and then he becomes educated so when you pray like this light happens to your spirit and then your spirit becomes informed and educated the proof of the information that have come the light that lighted upon your spirit is how you begin to function after now you think you know something don't, know, don't think you know until you see yourself in the spirit what you know in the spirit and what you can do in the spirit is actually what you know. Not what fills your head. How many books do you read is not important when you appear in the spirit. That is when there are people that think they don't know much Bible until they appeared in the spirit. And you notice that when you appear in the spirit you'll be quoting scripture, quoting scripture, quoting, quoting, quoting non-stop. But when you come in the physical, you can't even quote like that. It has happened to you. Raise your hand, raise your hand. That means your spirit is educated. More than your mind is educated. That is real education. Okay. All of us who were here before. You have read your Bible back to back. For four times. Raise your hand. Okay. At least once. Raise your hand. Okay. At least New Testament. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand now. Uh-huh. Raise your hand this side. Uh uh. Are you saying demon have not pressed you? They have. Uh, and you want to shout Jesus. Did, did Jesus come out? 
answer me. Did, did Jesus come out? You don't know anything. I'm not saying I'm special. There were days they pressed me too. I was shouting. In fact, my own is that the time reached, I was able to shout Jesus. As I was shouting Jesus, they were saying, the thing is not doing anything to us now. It has happened to you. Raise your hand now. You see, you are saying, fire, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you see nothing. It's audacious. <laughs> That's when you will realize that it's not about the shouting of fire. It's about whether the reality of fire is there. There are people that have never set fire with their mouths. But when they appear in the spirit, they are burning, they are fire. If those people mistakenly say, fire, fire will burn everywhere. Harry, you have seen you have not been praying. I don't know what some people have been doing all their life and they call it prayer. What have you been doing all your life? And you are a man of God. I pity many people under many pastors. So. And some of them are sowing big seed to their pastor. And saying the covering of my man of God is upon my life. I will not fail. You have noticed you are failing now. You have noticed the pro, the the humanizing capacity that was in your father is already manifesting in you. You cannot look at a damsel and remove your eye. Confusion is a proof of cause. Confusion. When you enter a season in your life and you are supposed to make a critical decision that will take you to the next stage and you are now confused, you don't know what to do, indecision enters in. It's a cross. And most people, their parents went back to square one because they made those wrong decisions. You know, me, I like using my own, so you won't be, you won't feel bad. In the 70s, the scripture union, my, because my dad got born again as a youth, young, they wanted to send my father to America to do further studies. Guess what happened? My father ran away. If I remember it like this, I know they feel like talking to him. I would have been born in America. Hi boy, you understand? <laughs> I'm a Kasai. Perhaps the Lord give you understanding. My skin would have been fairer. Glory to God. I will not follow you, they suffer for this regime. Hmm? We will still be sending you dollars. So. My God. But all of us, they here now. That, in, that incapacity to make correct decision when it matters in your life is a proof that a cause is working. And don't ever think just because your father made those mistakes that you have now, because you now went to university, you are not, not prone to those mistakes. The causes, what caused those mistakes are spiritual. 
So except a man travels in the realm of the spirit and begins to deal with those matters, a time will come with your certificate, you will still make mistakes. With your PhD, you will make mistakes. You will have PhD and still marry the wrong man. That's why we cry. See, the prayers that bring people to the frontiers of destiny fulfillment are prayers that are without prayer points. They are prayers with the intent of traveling into God. You travel long enough, you lay hold on anything that you want. Some of the reason why men are not able to take correct decisions is because they are bereft with the wisdom, the dimension of wisdom it takes to conquer the foolishness that runs in their family. I know some people don't believe this. But if you know how many times the Bible says people are foolish, you'll be shocked. Go and, go and do a chain reference of the word fool or foolish in the New Testament. How is it that the Bible said that virgins are foolish? They didn't commit anything. They didn't do anything. They are chaste. They are pious and sanctimonious. Like you. But Jesus said they are foolish. Who, who are we supposed to believe? You or Jesus? No, you want us to believe you. When you pray like this, you compress time. If you have lost time, this is one of the ways to gain it back. If you are young, this is one of the ways to become old. Huh? There is a way you pray and groan, you become old. You become old because you have traveled on the platform of prayer to the next 50 years of your life. And you are sitting there. You are sure of the outcome of the next 50 years of your life. People like us. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not hoping and trusting God that next year God will favor me. How many of you is hoping that by next year God will favor you? Raise your hand now. Let me hear. We, we don't hope like that. We are sure. How will God execute his plans for next year without us being in it? I wonder whether it's God that is executing that plan. We have prayed. That's your job. Pray till you enter into God's master plan. That if God intends to fulfill anything in, in a generation, he cannot bypass you because of the strategic place that you have placed yourself. That's all you need to do. Stop crying, give me money, give me husband, give me this thing. If God doesn't give you money, what, who is he going to give it to? Because the fulfillment of his agenda rests on your shoulders. Because of the place that you have placed yourself as a result of the kind of prayers that you have made. You compress and buy time. Buy time, buy time. But young men don't hear this thing until they are 30. You know, you know they are 40. If you are 40, you are already at the backside of what we are saying. 
I'm crying because I'm a, are you with me? You are not with me. If you, you are still in your early 20s now, you still have about anybody that is not yet 30 years have time to waste. You can lavish it. You can waste it in confusion. Jumping from one place to another. Testing this and that. As long as you are not yet 30. But a man that is 30. From the scripture. The manifestation of a man starts from the age of 30. John started ministry 30. Jesus started ministry 30. It is not coincidence. They begin to count your day of manifestation from 30. So, you are 30, you have not manifested. Something is wrong. That's why some of you still see yourself in your primary school. Have you not seen yourself in your former primary school? And, say, and you are even... Some of you go there. You see yourself in an exam, you write and you fail. If it's not true, tell me it's true now. Is it... Do you want me to be calling you people out so that I'll be breaking? That's wrong. You are the one that will break yourself. I'm not breaking you anything. That's how pastors made all the church. Their people are lazy. They are raising lazy people. When pastor is not there, that's why a pastor can afford to steal your money. The reason is because he, he will do anything to collect your money. And you, you can't do anything but give him your money. Else you will suffer. Elijah, are you hearing what I'm saying? When we finish this thing, you will now pray. A man of God, I celebrate you. Celebrate you, man of God. When I say this thing, people don't like me again. See, you might have noticed something. I'm not interested in you liking me. What will I gain that you like me now? Tell me one thing I will gain. There is a side of you that doesn't like to be pushed to the manifestation of your destiny. Because it takes hard dealings for you to be brought there. That side, you don't like it. That is the side I am. I'm on that side. The side that wants to fail and to fail God and to be lazy and can't pray. That side, I, I hate that side. Eh? I'm the enemy of that side. I'm the friend of this. And you are the friend of this and the enemy of this. That's why me and you, you don't like what I'm saying. And Jermichael. There is no need calling people in heaven. It's, it's your brothers that is messing up. All the things that is happening in Nigeria is either is your pastor, your brother, your friend, your mother, your sister. Is it not true? Why are we going to heaven saying the body of Christ, the body of Christ? Where is body of Is it not your family members? Are they not your family members? If you collect your family, have you not collected the body of Christ? Where are we taking it far? As I'm seeing you, I'm still saying body of Christ. Are you not body of Christ? 
Let me deal with you now. When I deal with you, I have done sufficient. Karana mahambetwa, katu kapakwa, shakante kateku kapakai. I carried a group of ladies those days and we are praying like this. They called them and said, don't, don't follow prayer and pray like this. Don't follow prayer. See, you are, be, you are becoming a man. They have not told you. You are becoming a man. Pray like a lady. No matter how they are pushing you, still be praying. If you press more, arrange your hair. Touch your neighbor, say, mm. Let me tell you. Tomorrow, when you have a family of four children, and all of them are filled in the Holy Ghost before they were ten years old, you didn't do much, oh. Even if they live with courtes, they get them born again instead of joining them. That is when you will find out that somebody leveled. We are six in my family, all of us born again, tongue speaking. Four of my sisters are here, they are ministers. It's not coincidence. My mother carries you in the womb. Is My child will not be a vagabond. For most. Are you with me? Christians start praying when they are having complications with childbirth. That's when they remember prayer. You are a hypocrite. You don't know God. I want to show you something and then we labor in prayer. Whenever I finish praying like this, I will feel as if I end another five years. You have noticed in Revival Hub, we have been able to do what it takes an average ministry five to ten years to do. Where is pastor? Pastor, you have been in ministry for some time now. You know what it takes. Me, I've been in ministry too, even though I'm young. I was discussing with my sisters the other day. I remember those days, 1997, 1998. We used to follow Akabe and come to Orifte for evangelism every Sunday. There is a path along Umezago. We used to follow that path. I don't want to ask you how old you are now. Because it's possible you are not born that time. It's better you smile. Even if I call you, feel free. It's a blessing. If I start pointing you, that means God is interested in you. Are you the only one here? Point you, man of God, we must move this thing on. It's me and you too. this time. I was waiting for you. Hmm? It's me and you this time. First Timothy chapter 6. And verse 12. 
If you are there, say Amen. If you are there, say Amen. Uh-uh. All these people here, if you are there, say Amen. amen. If you are there, say Amen. amen. Okay, I'm not hearing your Amen. If you are there, say Amen. amen. I'm waiting for Amen. If you are there, say Amen. amen. Verse 12 said, Fight the good fight of faith. I thought faith is a declaration. Victor, I thought faith is name it and claim it. What is happening? So faith is a warfare. Something you labor into. I think there is a need for fresh education for an average believer. The truth is that many of us got born again and one of the things we are told is that as long as you, once you follow Jesus like this, he will turn your life around. And what they meant by saying that Jesus will turn your life around is that all your money and your enemies will die. Is it not what they meant? You believe that your enemies will die. That's part of the reason you got born again. Unfortunately, God is not in a hurry to kill your enemies, in quotes. Because who is supposed to be your enemies? People that is your mission field is what you are calling your enemies. How can mission field be enemy? If Jesus declared his mission field enemy, that means most of the Jews will die. Look at men like Paul. He was there when they were about to kill Stephen. Stephen looked up to heavens and he saw Jesus. That one, he was sitting like this. And he looked up, he saw, he said, Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. As of that time that Stephen was there, anything he utters stands. Heaven gave him a blank check. The way he uses it is given to him. He said it's better we have Paul than to kill Paul. It's possible the person you are calling your enemy is the next Benihim. And you can, you can either pray the person to die or pray the person to be born again. Your choice. The question is, if all your enemies are born again filled with the Holy Ghost, do you still have enemies? If they are doing what you are doing, do you still have enemies? You see, you now see that the real reason why there are enemies is because they not, people don't know Jesus. Anyway, that's not where I'm going. Now said, lay hold on eternal life. If your Bible is your own, mark that. Lay hold. Lay hold. Then turn with me to the book of John. Let's start from verse 1. John chapter 17. John chapter 17. If you are there, say Amen. These 
words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour come is come. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. Now watch, watch. Are you with me? Watch verse 3. He said, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Now, um, the scripture is trying to say that eternal life is a specific kind of knowledge. What is that knowledge? The knowledge of God. He said, this is life eternal. So sometimes people hear about eternal life, they think it's something mystical, just mystical. Yeah, it might, well, and ethereal. They can't lay hold on it. They can't practically interact with eternal life. In fact, when we got born again those days, one of the things we talked about eternal life is the place you go after your days on earth is gone. Those days they will tell us that hell is real and heaven is real. It's true. But if the scope of the price that Jesus paid is limited to the circumference of just making a person go to hell or heaven, then it means that God's project is limited. Meanwhile, we need to understand according to the revelation that Paul gave us in the book of Ephesians. You see massive that there is a project that God has in hand even before man fell. Now the book of Ephesians presupposes that the fall of man has not entirely put to an end the agenda of God. That is why Jesus appeared on the scene. So that that which was lost will be recovered. And then there will be a continued expression of the very project that God has in mind. So when he appeared, he said that this is the mystery that was hidden in God. Even before the foundation of the world, he called it the mystery of Christ. And that God intended that he will fill all things by Christ. And the implication of that is that a season will come that he will have a corporate expression of himself. That corporate expression of himself will be filled with the fullness of himself. And the reality of that fullness with which that corporate expression is filled with is called Christ. We have taught it a little here. So I might not go there. I'm just trying to strike a point. Are you with me? Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. So, it then means that if it is true that the circumference of God reality is found in Christ, that means that a man will know God when he knows that reality. So, Jesus came and said that his father has given him power as he has life in himself to give to every man. This is what happens. That eternal life we are looking for is not so much of a time frame. It is a life to be explored. It is the reality of the kind of life that God has. The kind of communion that is in the Godhead. The kind of things that go on. If God is God, what happens in him and through him permanent? 
that is what man is permitted to experience as a result of being brought into Christ. Meanwhile, the scripture is trying to tell us that what happens at new birth is that a man is given access by Christ. The scripture said that Christ Jesus is the platform for us to interact back with God. And then beyond the Christ that was given to us, we were given the gift of the Holy Ghost. The scripture said that the spirit is the earnest of our inheritance. What does he mean? Is the earnest is like a down payment. Um, what is the best way to explain this thing for you? Huh? It's beyond advanced payment in this context. It's beyond part payment. If you want to really explain what this thing means. Huh? It's beyond part payment. Okay. Um... Let me use an example. You want to travel to US. Your born again experience is your visa. Say your visa. But if you have visa, is it enough? You need an aeroplane to ferry you. Are you with me? That aeroplane is the spirit. By the time the spirit drops you, you, what you will see is that you will have, we would have become the image of the one that you are created after in new birth. That's the full ministry of the spirit. Are you with me? So the spirit becomes the earnest of our inheritance so that any man that follows the path of the leadings of the spirit will become a son. As many as are led by the spirit. The spirit will lead you till you become the image of the one that you are foreordained, preordained to become like. And remember the scripture said that God made us in his image and his likeness. The implication of that is that you will not know who you are until you know who the person that made you is. It is in knowing God that you know yourself. So remember what John said. He said, that which was from the beginning man of God, what is that which is from the beginning? There is that which is from the beginning. That is the basis of the call that was upon the church that John was called. He said that which was from the beginning. Before the fall. So you need to understand the scope of the exegesis that these men are bringing. As far as the scripture is concerned, the most robust and deepest of all the prophets in the whole scripture is John. Nobody is... Well, Moses tried. But Moses stopped from creation. John traveled before creation. He traveled to the extent that he found out the facility with which creation was made. Moses was just there when creation started. But John said, in the beginning was the word. So he went too far. He went far enough. So he traveled into the intimacy that was in the Godhead. 
and he participated in the council of the Godhead. It was there that he found out what was even in the Godhead. He found out that it was fellowship. It was that fellowship that bound them that they decided one day, they said they want to extend it to a certain kind of creature. They said, let us make man in our image. The consequence, the very reason why we need to make them in our image and in our likeness is so that they will retain the capacity to sustain this kind of experience. Many angels, they see this thing but they can't touch it. Follow me. It's an experience born out of a relationship. Even when man fell, many men in the Old Testament and Covenant try to approach God on that basis. Men like David, he said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. I don't like that sound. Is that strings? Flat strings. I don't like the sound you are giving me. He said, take not the Holy Spirit from me. He was trying to trace a possibility of interacting with the indwelling Holy Spirit. Which is not a possibility in the old covenant. It is only when Jesus Christ came that the Holy Spirit has to be released on a legal basis. To tabernacle the heart of man. Before then, the Holy Spirit comes upon you in seasons and leaves. But that man, David, looked and saw that there is a possibility that the Holy Ghost with tabernacle in the heart. Many angels saw it. They said, what is man? The question is not who is man. If we ask who is man, you can possibly answer. But for you to answer what is man, you have to travel to the realm beyond creation and see what is in the heart of the Creator. That there is a distinctive mode that that being called man has that makes God to visit him. Why is it that we cry for revival? Why is it that we expect that God will come? Because God has a preordination. He has an obsession. Do you know what is an obsession? A man is consumed with a desire such that he is willing to go any length to get that desire to be fulfilled. Man became God's obsession. Because he needed to come to a scope where he is in a manifest dimension. And he need to be trapped. Those of his, all of his dimensions need to be trapped. And that entity man became the house of God. He became the temple of the Holy Spirit. Such that God with tabernacle man without anyone leaking. Jesus proved that you can carry God without leakage. So when John came, he said, this is life eternal. That you might know him. 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 That word knowledge there is... That word knowledge there in Greek means ginosko. Ginosko is what happens between husband and wife. Huh? The word knowledge in the New Testament means many things. There is a pignosis. But this one is ginosko. It's in tacos. 
the scripture is trying to say man doesn't really know God until he has had intercourse with God. Every other thing you are saying cannot, cannot be authenticated until there is intercourse. It is in intercourse that you begin to benefit from the eternal life. I'm trying to say that when you got born again, you were given a passport. The extent to which you enjoy the new life that you have received is given to you. That is why we have to read that place we read, read in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6. You read it with me. He said, fight ye the good fight of faith. And do what? Lay hold on eternal life. I thought you have... I thought you have a eternal life. Now, what, which one are you laying hold on now? You see, what was given to you is a full package. The enjoyment is given to you. And this is the possibility. I can't even, no human being can be able to explain to you fully the possibilities and potentials of the eternal life. But let this be known to you. That the eternal life have the possibility of ministering to you everything that God is and God can do. So what you have experienced and the extent to which you have experienced is where you decided to stop. That's why we, we are here to lay hold. Maybe you are here, you are an evangelist and every day you go and preach. You preach. When you finish preaching, when it's time for when it's time for miracle, you hide. Because God just called you to preach. When it's time for action, you disappear. An evangelist without miracles is if I say you are fake now, it won't be it will be too bad. But you don't know what you are doing. If you're an evangelist, even if you don't want miracle to happen, it will happen. Even if you are saying be born again, it will happen. It will still happen. That is the way you know an evangelist. Something more. God must be showing power. Anyway, when you preach to somebody and the person starts crying and give his life to Christ, what makes the person do that? His power is convicting power. I have begged somebody to be born again. The person refused. I was begging, begging. Your life will spoil. You will die. Please, I'm begging you. Jesus loves you. I was saying everything in the Bible. The person was laughing at me. He said, they do. Okay. They do what you said is true. Letter, letter. We'll be born again. Letter. I felt so bad. That's when I knew people don't get born again because they want to. They get born again because something is pushing them and pulling them. After those seasons, I have come to places where... I shake people's hand and they I will shake your hand, they will start crying. After that time, I have gone to crusades. And I will stand on the podium. I say, I give you three minutes. You want to give your life? Run out fast. I don't have time. And then people will be running. Try it. Try it. If you think it's because of what I'm saying, try it. Do you want to try it? Come, come and take the mic. You see the one I'm, I'm speaking and come and say it. If you say it, somebody will stand up and knock you here. 
This thing is spiritual, my sister. Lay hold. There is deliverance in eternal life. There is fulfillment in eternal life. The destiny that God has given to us is inside that eternal life. When we search it out long enough, then we begin to experience the fullness of what God has ordained for us. Meanwhile, you will never know until you begin to search it out. That's why the one that wrote the book of Timothy, he said, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. It's not just the last day. It's here and now. By what currency do you want to run your life on earth that is not eternal life? By what means do you want to live on earth that is not eternal? Your natural life has been taken from you when you got born again. It was Paul that said in the book of Galatians chapter 2. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, not I. Who is now living? It is Christ that lives in me. The life I now live, I live by what? The faith of the Son of God who loved me and what? Died for me. There is an exchange. Your natural life and capacities are given way. And the eternal possibilities and life of God have entered. What is God expecting from you from the day you got born again? To live from the fountain of the new life. From the fountain of eternal life. Anything you have not experienced in your life that is a product of eternal life is a proof that you are not willing to lay hold. See the way this time is flying. We have not been able to do anything. as if I will stop talking. Have you not been hearing talk every day? Even the one you are posting on Facebook. I used to follow you now. The preaching you have heard in this world is too much. The messages you have downloaded is too much. You have even listened to my own. You have listened to my own. Raise your hand. Uh, so who what will happen is that that my own you think you heard what I said no there is a place I was sitting and said those things sometimes before I go for those preaching I pray for 20 hours 18, 12 sometimes you fast for 3 days you, you are just you are just eating pounded yam and a goosey soup with 3 lumps of meat you are not with me and you are saying glory to God. I feel anointed. Kai, God, I believe you. Papa, amen, amen. My brother, let me tell you the truth. It's better I tell you the truth now. It's not like that. I know where you came. This, my man, is a good thing. He came from the place where they taught them to sow seeds. So he came and so see, so see, so see. Anytime I finish ministration, I'll be going like this. He said, Papa, Papa, 
He will not kneel down. I will not lay hands on him. Bam! Power. So in his own mind, he is trying to, he has done calculation. And is an intelligent man. He has done calculation that this thing I'm seeing in this young man. Let me press this one, two, three button. In the next one month, I will collect it. Then I will move on to the next level. He is still there. He just realized that he has not finished step one. He had an encounter. When he labored and entered step one, what he saw was something they drew. The thing is like a triangle like this. So when you reach the end of this triangle, you will think it's the end. But when you look where you will see another triangle like this joined to the first one. Another one. Another one. Until he cannot see the end. So he just finished first one. So he was sowing seed, sowing seed, sowing seed. Sometimes I say, keep this your seed. Keep the, it's not by seed. You know why? It's not as if I don't want to collect seed. Though. But what if I finish collecting your seed and and the thing didn't come? There are things that come by seed and there are things that come by prayer. The things that come by prayer cannot come by seed. And the things that come by seed can come by prayer. There are three power factors, my friend. And the, the heaviest of the molecule is prayer. Prayer. If you pray long enough, God will tell you to sow seed. But you can sow seed and never pray. If you pray, somebody prayed and prayed and prayed and saw where he's giving me a gift. That is the result of the, his prayer. Have you not felt it before? You prayed, prayed and felt like giving me something. Did I manipulate you? In fact, you sent me a message and told me that anything that I want to buy, I should tell you. I didn't reply him. Oh. I know you are a young man of God. You will tell him by the anointing and authority that is in my life. You can't fail on this earth. This your seed opens every door for you. Nalayo. Nalayo. That's it. Open every door. Make we talk through now. That's how they have deceived us in the body of Christ. He is not working. If the day God teaches you to give, give. But before then, keep your money. Follow Jesus first. When you follow Jesus long enough, you will not just give small. You will give everything. That's where I found myself. I was giving like a foolish man. Sometimes I'll finish giving, I'll say, Do you are foolish? Oh. I'm telling you. You will finish giving, I'll say, Me, I confirm that I'm foolish. How can you be hungry and give to people everything you have? Are you normal? Sometimes I will look at my account and be giving, giving, giving. My account will knock zero. And then I will be happy. What type of man gives out everything in his account and then he becomes happy? Don't give until you know what I know. If you give before you, you know what I know, you will blame God. You will think God is not good. 
Me, I don't give God to receive anything back. Meanwhile, He gives me. But I, I give because of I love you. I have entered a place in Him that I count it a privilege. Money is the least of the things important when we enter there. The money you are wasting your nine hours for sin. Have you, have you been able to make 10 million this year? It's not up to the money that Whiskey used to buy his necklace. You are not with me. Why are you suffering for vanity? Eternal life is offered on a platter for men. Give me a little one. Eternal life is offered on a platter for men. They are choosing many things. The scripture says, Lay hold on eternal life. Where did you appear from? I see a generation that is willing to do many things except to do what matters. We are just moving around, doing a circle, doing a vicious circle. When you decide to break free from that circle, then God will count you a man worthy to host his realities. You will become a custodian in the spirit. A man that has capacity to bring to a generation a revelation of a dimension of God. These things are only found in the place of life, eternity. When a man interacts in the deep places in God, then when he comes out, there is nothing in time that can stand before that man. The man lives from eternity. That is why God said, lay hold on eternal, eternal life. That kind of life, there is nothing on earth that can challenge it. It's a life that is superior to sickness, superior to, to COVID-19, superior to, to economic failure. That, that life is superior to every cause. They called me many years ago. They said that there is nobody that does ministry in this town and survives. They called three men. They are direct sons of SGLT. They said if this man didn't survive, who told me I will survive? I went in and was crying to God. I told God, I want to start in Lagos. I want to run away from my king's men. I was moving at open every one day. And a young man saw me. He said, Chedu! I said, hey! The only way you will know that name is if you went to primary school with me. I told God, my village people is still here. My village people. But I tell you, the story of your village people will matter for nothing when you know eternal life. In there is the possibilities that you see. The altars in your family will begin to weak when a man gives himself to that life. The hold of the curse. They say, men in your family don't prosper. Don't don't put your eye on Satan. Put your eye on life. You will see the man that will emerge. A lion. Men looked at me and they gave a summary of the kind of life that I will live. What they didn't know is that a lion is about to appear. I gave myself to that life. I said I won't come out. Until you make me a certain kind of man. I refuse to take the testimony 
of men that have not traveled into the heart of God. That is where my life is. That is where my destiny is. That is where my ordination is. That is where I can get my definition from. I refuse to take anything less. It's only eternal life that can give a definition to your life. Anything and testimony that you have received is below what God has said. Discard it. Discard it. Discard it. Lay hold on life. A new man will begin to emerge. You will find out you are not a guy man. You are an intercessor. You are a preacher of the word of God. You are not a guy man, my friend. I don't care how long you have smoked in Indian hem. That's not my business. Listen to me. Maintain your temple. David said in the book of Psalms, he said, We saw the ark of God in the woods. We heard about it at Ephrata. How is it that God has decided to live in the woods when there is a man like me? Why is the day of God far away from my family when there is a man like me? God seeks for men that he will sit upon their shoulders and begin to manifest the multifaceted glory of his existence in a generation. And I'm there and he's not looking to lay hold on me. Why? Why? He said, I will not give sleep to my eyes. I will not climb to my bed until I find a resting place for the God of Jacob. I will not give sleep to my eyes. I will stop sleeping. I will stop wasting time. I will tarry here. I will pray. I will fast until I find a resting place. Until I become a glory carrier. Until I become that man that God intended to use as a conduit of his glory in the end time. Until I become the battle axe. Until I become the weapon of war. Somebody cry. I lay hold on what it takes. I lay hold on the wisdom. I lay hold on the power. I lay hold on the resource. I lay hold on the equipment, the enablement, the trainings. Oh my God. Listen to me. When you pray again, encounters will break out. What you will see will shock you. Because Jesus Himself will step down in this place. He will step down. Lift up your voice and cry. 
Hallelujah. 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 H